0: Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura.
1: And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday, where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives, from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. How are you doing today,
0: Steph?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing, Laura? Um, I'm doing good. I'm still reminiscing about our recent (laughs) girls' night. It was so much fun. We
0: had a little girls' night this last Saturday night. And it was... The best time. It was the first time in a while where I just, like, literally was spending a whole night with my girlfriends, like, laughing hysterically. I was dying. And let's just say Stephanie discovered chat roulette for the first time.
1: (laughs) I did. It was the... It was the highlight. Was it was the highlight of the night. I would say it was the highlight of the night.
0: Yes. It, <laughs> no, it Without giving
1: was. too much information and keeping this podcast pretty like PG-13 rated, we yeah. will just say <laughs> it was the hi- highlight of the night, but we had, it was seriously so much fun. Like I haven't had that much fun just with a few of my girlfriends in the
0: longest time. Yeah, it was, it was a really good time and. I feel that's what I kind of love about doing this podcast with you is it definitely doesn't feel like work. I feel like even when we have to get together after working all day, like we make dinner or we get takeout and then we record and we do everything we do for the podcast. Yes. And it still feels like we're having a girl's night. Totally. Like
1: this is... For sure work. Like, there is nothing short of saying that, you know, effort
0: has to go into a podcast, but it's a blast. I have so much fun. Yeah, like, tonight we made... It's Tuesday. We're kind of the night before the episode drops, but we... Uh, thought we would do a little Taco Tuesday, so yep. we made some chicken carnitas. We made the popular TikTok drink that's going around. Oh my I keep God. feeling like every episode we're talking about like <laughs> the viral TikTok. Everyone things, thinks
1: we just like live on TikTok, but we're which a sucker. We
0: we're a sucker for um, for a good viral video. So oh, we are. there was a drink I happened to see a couple days ago called the Mexican Sunset Corona.
1: It was delicious. And
0: we just posted it on our Instagram, so. Um, you'll check have to it go out. check it out. And then we decided let's make our own drink that will make a video and Laura make it viral. The best So idea. y'all need to go share it. Make us go viral. It should already be posted on our Instagram it's by the time you hear it. probably already viral to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. You've probably, <laughs> you've probably already seen, seen it. it. Um, <laughs> but we did our version similar to the Mexican sunset Corona, but we are calling it the skinny Topo Chica Rita. It is so good. So refreshing.
1: I think I could drink this all summer probably.
0: Oh yeah, it's like not if you're just like into the bubbly, like simple, not sweet, totally. Try our new viral cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I I would assume
1: by the time this episode's released that we're TikTok famous, so I'm just going to put that out there. We might
0: not even be recording another episode because We
1: probably have made too much money yeah. from that one and we're <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Anyways, to move on from that, we don't need to talk about our viral <laughs> TikToks for so long. I need to know um, did dad. Okay, remember back to last week's episode? Stephanie had told us a story about her dad. Oh my um, God. Or her accidentally charging her Hinge <laughs> membership on her dad's credit card because they had a Mortifying. shared Apple account. Yes. Did dad ever see the charge? Did he ever call you out? What's the update? It is
1: funny you ask because my dad did see the charge. He did (laughs) not call me out directly, but my sister was at their house and he like happened to check his email and asked my sister. He's like, so Steph's on a dating site, right?
0: So he knew it was.
1: Totally. I mean, I don't know if it says maybe if you click on the email, it says like dating app or something. I don't know. Or he my dad knows the
0: hinges. That's really weird. But <laughs> so why does he assume that that your sister is the one? Because I think did it's
1: it? I think because like the Apple account is like it has four people on it or whatever oh, okay, for okay. like the shared apps or whatever, which I'm no longer on. But um, my sister immediately texts me and was dying, and she's like. Dad, got your church for your Hinge membership. And I was dying. I think I have the text message, message still. I'll try to remember to post it because it was so funny. So he never called me out. He probably felt too bad for me. Like, I can't do that to her. But my he, in front of everybody else in my family. And then my sister directed that information right on over so to me. So he
0: still hasn't actually mentioned he it to He has not
1: mentioned it directly to me, But no. he's judging. Totally judging. <laughs> 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 I almost wish he would. I'm like dad advice with online dating granted he probably has no idea he's like wow people date on the internet yes dad that is what we do (laughs) that's
0: what we do now (laughs) um so I actually wanted to mention something real quick so like we've been getting messages one thing we've been guilty of doing since day one is just talking to you guys as if you know everything we're talking about like when we would say dub dub and we just assume you know we mean Weight Watchers or WW and things like that and um, I, from day one, just was talking about Jeff as if you all know who the heck Jeff is. And um, he's probably hearing his name right now in the other room. <laughs> he's like walking right now. <laughs> and he's like going to put his ear up to the door. He's like, I hear my name. But um, we had gotten a DM on Instagram saying like, hey, can we get a li- We hear you talking about this, Jeff. This person, I didn't recognize the name, so I think they probably follow you, Steph, and they don't follow me okay, on Instagram. That makes sense. And so they're kind of like, Who is Jeff? Who is Jeff? Because they got the impression we weren't married, obviously figured we were dating or something. But yes. I thought I'd give a little bit of history of me and Jeff. Uh, we actually have been dating, we're just a few months shy of three years. We, um, we moved in together about two years ago, we bought a house last summer. Um we actually met on Tinder. Whoop, whoop. And um Tinder success story, ladies Tinder and Tinder success story. I actually so I've actually met all of my boyfriends post divorce from Tinder. No and they always got such a bad rap and I was just like It's working. My best but even not them, like my best dates I ever had were always from Tinder. I would That's try be so harmony and match and like all of these like quote unquote, like legit dating sites where I thought that's where you would find the quality of guys.
1: Nope. Tinder's where they were. Tinder's where it was at. (laughs) And and you are so lucky, like, because to go through, through something like a divorce and then to find love again after with Jeff is just so awesome. He's awesome. We have so much in
0: common and, um, yeah, he's just been a great, a great match and we've have a lot of fun together and Hopefully one day we do get married, so it is on my agenda at some point. If you like but... it, then
1: you should have put a ring on. <laughs> Come on, Jeff.
0: <laughs> but other than that, um, yeah. So that's just a little history, if you needed to know who Jeff was. I don't really now know what else. Now you all know who Jeff is. I, don't I feel like, like Jeff's what else to gonna have a fan page but... pretty soon because I feel like a
1: lot of people have had questions about who's
0: Jeff. Yeah. So I don't really know what specifically to share about him, but Jeff is my boyfriend we live together. You'll hear about him a lot, so he's pretty cool. Yeah. But
1: so that I feel like that kind of brings us into the topic that we wanted to talk about today, which is, you know, a topic that we know people are interested in when we started talking about this podcast before the podcast even existed, we were trying to put our feelers out about what people would be interested in in talking about and a lot of people showed interest in wanting to know about you know like relationships and the fact that Laura and I have both been through um divorces and I'm still currently going through mine
0: well let's be honest when you see so for me I started my Instagram account post-divorce okay so I didn't nobody knew me from ever being married. But let's be honest, when you follow someone on Instagram and you see their significant other, you see them, you hear them talk about them.
1: And And then then they disappear.
0: they disappear. You get nosy. Oh, yeah. So it's no surprise to me that people, of course, want to hear what our history is and what how that went down and things like that. So we're here to share some of that today. Definitely. Um, Because I will say, Steph, I know... Me and you, we've discussed this on past episodes, we've been Instagram friends for like a couple of yep. years, but I feel like what we really like bonded was about a year ago when I realized that you had separated yep. from your husband, and I just basically was like, I'm here for you, I've been like and you are the through best. what you're going yes. through, and if you need someone to talk to, because... I know for me when I split, like none of my friends had ever been divorced. Like nobody, and it's, it's hard to find people that can relate. It's hard to find
1: people that can relate and people that get it exactly. because it's just, it's, I'm lucky that I didn't come from a family where it was like taboo to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have like any, cause I've talked to people, you know, through sharing things on Instagram about my divorce who have messaged me and have, just said, like, relationships with their family have changed or they haven't had any support from their family because it was taboo in their family due to religion or whatever. Just, mm-hmm. you know, that um, divorce is taboo. It was not like that for me. So I'm very lucky to have had support yeah. from family and friends. But it's it's hard when people don't get it. I don't come from a divorced family. You don't come from a divorced family. So it it, it was kind of – I felt like I was, like, the first one in yeah, family even
0: to not make it work. The you thing know? is, is it's like – That's finally the one thing in your life that your parents can't even like. Anytime you've gone through anything in life, your parents are there for you. They understand it. They've lived life. And it was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I was 29 at the time. And I was like, I'm 29. I'm like going to my parents and they've, they can't relate. They've never experienced this type of like hurt and heartbreak and totally like just a complete flip the script yes. in your life and, and it, it's so. like they can
1: be for you, there for you 110 percent, but they don't get it you know yeah. they haven't gone through it and so having you know friends like you and one of our other friends where we started you know this text thread uh-huh. named it divorced wives club <laughs> and it would always be like back and forth of like I'm going through this and then you guys would give me you know advice or yeah. whatever um just having people that get it in your life
0: really is a game changer when going through something like that it does and yeah because I mean you and Joey were you guys were together a long time Joey and I were
1: together for such a long time I met so I'm 34 now I met Joey when I was 18 and we've pretty much been together besides a couple breaks short Uh breaks um since I was 18 and those were before you were
0: married before we were were married yes when we were younger
1: um, got married in 2012. So I was, I'm terrible at math. I want to say I was like 26 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, got married in 2012 and it was just, you know, like Joey's not a bad person. Joey's a good person. He's got a good heart. He just was not a good husband for me. And it was just, I think we got together so young. It was just, we were used to it. We were used to the way things worked. We were used to each other. It didn't matter at one point if we had fun together or not yeah. anymore.
0: We were just used to it. Well, and-, yeah, and when you're in your early 20s, because I mean, I got married at 24 and you just kind of, um, you're, it's, you don't, we're so dumb and like, you're like, oh, I'm totally old enough to get married. It's like, exactly. no, I'm not. No. Like, oh my gosh, how different am I of a person so 12 years different. later than I was then. And just to think like, you don't know, you're like, this must be like. It. This is it. This is what I'm supposed to feel like. This is what love is. And, and that's w- like, I don't want to say that it was like, well, what if this never happens for me again? But you're just like, you don't know what you don't know. And you think you're in love and you think this exactly. is what we do
1: next. And it's like, I hate the word settled. First of all, settled is an important word. It's It's important to know if you are settling on something in your life, whether it's A marriage, or where you live, or where you work, or what you're accepting from friendships, or whatever. Like, that is an important word to understand and to know whether or not you are settling in your life. I feel bad saying that word. Yeah. Because I don't want to, like, hurt him or, like, anybody, you know, anybody in his family or anything like that, but... I mean, if I am being honest with myself, it, after a while, like, I realized I was settling. And that's but hard. I
0: think it's easier to see you were settling as you've gotten older. Yeah, I don't think when I was 24, no. I saw myself as settling. No. and But looking back at how our relationship was and where we were, mat- like, maturity levels and exactly. things like that, I'm like, was I settling? Maybe. Like...
1: But like, I didn't see it back then. Absolutely not. Because like, he, it and Joey's older than me, so for a long time, I always thought what, is your age,
0: what was you were guys almost age gap?
1: four years okay. apart. Which I mean, as we got older, that age gap kind of shrinks. But you know, when yeah. I'm 18 and I meet him when he's almost 22, that's sure. a bigger age, age gap. Um, but I just think too, like we were kind of in the same mentality for a long time, and then as we, you know, years went by, like. Uh, growth is important to me like I'm a motivated person and not saying he's not but like things were changing in different areas of my life for me like for my job I you know I went back to school and got an education I was growing in my career I was like focused on my health and all these things that were like bettering myself and growing for me and I wanted to like bring him along for the ride and he just it wasn't his thing. Like he was happy and content where he was and there's nothing wrong with being happy and content, but you can't, if one person is growing and wants more and the other person is just content where they are, that's never going to work long-term.
0: Yeah. I think what I struggled and I think when we, you and I have both talked about Joey and Brad, like I see so many similarities in them and how they, um, the lack of motivation and things and stuff like that. And it was just like, if it wasn't I either did it for him Mm -hmm. or I had to hold his hand the entire way. Yes. There was never him taking the initiative for anything. No. For like, unless it was to make a reservation for dinner. And even then it was like.
1: Exactly. It was
0: just so, you know, I would just, oh, let's take a quick break. We're going to get a quick wine refill while you hear a word from our sponsor. And then we'll kind of get back to this. I don't want to get too far out. So. And we're back. So, With our wine. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, I know this this conversation needs a little more wine than usual. <laughs> but I just um I had a hard time always just feeling like I was always there for him and I was putting in a hundred and where it needs to be that fifty-fifty and I felt like I was doing a hundred percent and not Ever feeling like I was getting that back.
1: It's And it's hard. Like, it's hard for me to, like, find the words to describe sometimes exactly where I was. Like, I understand the motivation part was a big part of it. Like, I was growing and growing fast, and he was not. But that's not to say that Joey was lazy and wasn't a hard worker. Mm -hmm. Like, Joey in his industry worked, you know, sometimes 80 to 90 hours a week. He was a very hard worker. It's Mm -hmm. just... There was never, you know, growth or wanting more out of life. Like, he was content where we lived, and I wanted more out of where we lived. And, you know, it, it's some of these things, it's, it's weird saying because they sound, like, materialistic. Like, it sounds materialistic to say, like, I want to live somewhere nicer Absolutely. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that. no, that wasn't the deal breaker, but there were things contributing to that thing, you know? Like, there were... It, where you were
0: like, if you were to ask you what you're okay, where do you see yourself in five years? You'd be like, I'd like this, this, and this. I'd like to see that we were yes. moving on here. And he'd be like, I'd be fine if it was. And he was exactly such a same.
1: stubborn person and put his heels into the ground so hard that we did have that conversation. And he did flat out tell me, I'm happy where I am. Yeah. And that goes back to what I said about there's nothing wrong with being happy where you are, but that's not to say that the person that you're with isn't going to be happy there yeah and that's kind of where we were was he was happy where he was I was not took a long time for me to leave you know it was a lot of years and Joey knows what I was gonna
0: say is how long when were you kind of checking out versus
1: I mean it had been a while it had been a while of me checking out but kind of just like I didn't have a plan I didn't like know what I was gonna do I'm I've posted on my Instagram before about Enneagrams and that I am a true type six. Like, I am a security, want to know what's going to happen, want to have a plan, want to... I, I don't like... I'm not the kind of person that just leaves and goes and spreads her wings and does her own thing. Like, I have to have a plan to leave, so I never did. And I also made the mistake of just never really sharing with people. You know, there were a, his family and things. I can relate things. to
0: that 100%. Yeah. I kept my divorce a sequel... I kept all of the issues in our marriage a secret and then I actually, when he left the house, it was six weeks before one person knew that I had been living alone. And like and,
1: suffering through that by yeah, yourself.
0: I was just so, and I'll kind of get into that later on and it was just, yeah, you're just, because I, I was so, I have such strong opinionated friends and family. I just, I needed to be sure of everything on my own yep. and not... um let the opinions... Because if enough people are in your ear, leave him, leave him, leave him. Like, And then you stay. And then... Exactly. And then they like, all everything in you. the future is awkward. Exactly. Yeah. So I just... I wanted to be sure of whatever decision I made on my own. And had I decided to stay, probably never would have told anyone. Yeah. I probably still would have lived with all of the hurt that he caused and totally everything else. So, But that was a long period of being very alone and just hating not being able to talk to anyone about that. I I don't recommend it it to anyone. Confide in anyone, even if it's a stranger on Instagram that you're friends with, that you've never met. Talk I will never
1: make that mistake again. Like I will never, first of all, nobody's relationship's perfect. So if you need to go vent to a friend about something in your relationship, there's nothing wrong with that because their relationship's not perfect either. Exactly.
0: You don't need to make everyone think your no, highlight reel is so perfect. Absolutely
1: not. But also, if and more importantly, if there are bigger issues that you're suffering with on your own, like you should not have to go through that for years or months or, or even days on your own and that yeah. that was bad. <laughs> and I did that to be honest. So,
0: well, then what so what made you I mean, it's been exactly is it been exactly a year? It's been
1: So April 3rd, I'm not sure which date this releases, I think a few days after, April 3rd I left. So it was kind of crazy. So um, November of 2019, I think it was Veterans Day weekend, I had flown up to Washington to go visit my family on my own and I kind of started talking to my sister that weekend about it. So that was like the first time Mm -hmm. I'd really talked about like, I don't know if I can do this like forever. Mm -hmm. And then I had gone back up to Washington in February of 2020 for President's Day weekend. And I remember I was on a walk with my mom and I like started talking to my mom about it. And Mm -hmm. my mom was like, I feel bad because my mom was like blindsided. Like we would go visit them and it was always like perfect. And everything I always told them was perfect. And it was, You know, and so she was kind of like blindsided, but supportive. And then I I left and I went back. And when you're home, it's not like it was miserable at home.
0: So this is what's funny is so to me, like I felt like it was almost like, I mean, well, COVID maybe was a breaking point, but it seems like so much more was already being decided before it was. But then it goes
1: back to the whole. I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I was never going to leave because I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. Like, that would require, like, moving my stuff out, finding a place on my own, figuring out how to be on my own, doing it all on my own. My family's all in Because you've never so, lived so, alone. No, never have I lived on my own, on my own.
0: Yeah, or not so, even with roommates. I mean, you not went even from roommates. living with your parents.
1: I lived with my parents, Family
0: and, like, to yep, Joey.
1: Exactly. So it was very scary for me. So then COVID happened, you know, mm-hmm. mid-March. He actually lost his job a couple weeks before everybody else lost his job just being in the events and trade show industry. Um, And then I, you know, started working remote mid-March and that was a lot of time to spend together 24-7.
0: Especially if he's not working, so he's not having something keeping him busy. He didn't have anything
1: to keep him busy. There's nothing to do. Like, nobody was doing anything. Everybody was terrified at that time. And um, so I basically packed a car on, I think it was a Saturday morning and left at like Four in the morning and drove 15 hours straight to my parents' house. I still wasn't sure at that time that I was for sure going to leave, but that was like, I knew I was going to be like sharing more when I got there and really like thinking about it. And what it,
0: did you t- like? What, what did you tell him that like when you I were I mean, he park just thought I was like going to be
1: gone for a couple of weeks because we only thought that. You know, we only thought that this was going to last a couple uh-huh. weeks, the whole quarantine thing. So
0: it was kind of... Did you he guys have I the was, conversation, like, we're just going to take a break, some time apart, we, and figure things out? Or was it we really did, not even but that even, much? I
1: was even confused when I left. Like, I was, like, annoyed at things and just, like, Done. But at the same time, like, I couldn't be done because I didn't know how to be done. I didn't yeah. know, like, what I was going to do.
0: So it, And that's it, a hard conversation. Yes. Like, for me, where my situation is very different, it's easy to have that conversation where I don't want anything to do with you ever again. But for you, where it's like you guys were still just going through the motions, there wasn't exactly. some dramatic nope. event that, well, besides the world, but yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> but between dramatic our relationship, in your relationship. Yes. There yeah. wasn't
1: anything, like, awful that happened or anything. And so I remember, like even before I had left, my current roommate. I went on my community's Facebook um, page group thing one day, and I had saw seen a post about a room for rent, and there were like pictures of the house. And I'm like, "Wow, that's so nice." So I ended up calling her and I talked to her, and she gave me all the info.
0: Wait, this was before you even left. This for your is parents? before I
1: even left. Yes,
0: I never knew that. Yes. Oh, so this was all like already being talked about in February. Yep.
1: No, this is March or like, March. Mid-March. I mean, March. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so she had like sent me pictures and like additional additional pictures and videos and giving me all the info and told me the date that she the absolute latest date that she would need to know by. And she was like, basically, I will hold like the room for you. I told her my situation. And she's like, but I have to have you let me know by this date or I'm going to have to, you know, open it up to somebody else. So I go to Washington with that in the back of my mind. And my oh sister. My gosh. Yes. And my sister knew like, kind of more than my parents did. I didn't really talk to my I had talked to my mom. I had never talked to my dad about this. I don't know if my mom had talked to my dad about it at all. But I remember one day I just like I was working, you know, in my my room that I was working in there and I like called or emailed or text Katie, my roommate, Uh and I was like, okay, like send me the lease. I'm gonna send mind you, had never met my roommates had never seen the house, had never seen the room, like just put complete like trust into this process. Yeah. And I remember it was like the end of a work day. And I like walked out of my room and my mom and my sister were there and I just started crying. I was like,
0: I like told them like, I'm leaving. Like I just signed a lease for... <laughs> Did anything happen that day with with Joey that made you make that decision? No, like nothing had
1: happened. So he had like been checking in with me while I was gone because that's what you yeah. do, you know? But um, no, nothing had happened. It was just, I feel like that time. First of all, I had a 15-hour car ride that's by a myself.
0: Lot of, lot of being in your, that's a
1: lot of being in your and thoughts. That's a lot of being in your thoughts. And, yeah. yeah. And, and Drake's then,
0: words in your feelings.
1: Totally. And then just being there, like being, like, when I was home with Joey, I was, I'm always a happy person. I've never mm-hmm. been, like, a depressed, like, sad, mopey person. Like, I'm pretty much always, like, happy and bubbly, so that's kind of how I was at home all the time, too. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like I lived an awful life. But being in Washington with my parents, with my sister, she had just gotten a pup. It was just, like, happy. Like, the whole situation just felt happy. And I'm like, okay, this, like, how I feel here feels so different from how I yeah. feel there. And I don't want to feel, like, I just want to be, like, really, truly, like, happy.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's kind of where I came <laughs> to it. And I, I remember I called Joey and told him. And he cried, and so that was really hard, and he was, I think he was in denial, and at first I didn't say divorce. I said, you know, separation, and we were, Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually didn't. That was April of 2020, and I actually didn't file for divorce until I went back home, and it was the end of October. That was
0: months later, because I remember when you filed.
1: Yes, so end of October, and we agreed to make it like easy neither one of us made it ugly or anything we're very lucky it's like start, start to finish
0: yeah, like a very seven or
1: eight month divorce so yeah. I will be officially divorced May 1st I am like it's like bittersweet I'm like so so it's gotten easier over the months I, first of all I'm very happy about it I'm ready to start you know my life and look at new the future chapter. new chapter yes but um for a long time I was sad because he had well it's sad period but he had such a hard time with it like mm-hmm. so every time I talked to him it like upset me because I, I wouldn't be upset and then I talked to him and I was upset but um the past few times I've talked to him like he seems like he's in a really good place too we don't talk that often unless it's like you know I'm doing Logistics, my i doing our taxes yeah. you know like we have to talk or whatever but he seems happy he's told me he's happy he's told me he's doing good so I think it's like I think we've both realized this is like what is going to make us Mm -hmm. both like the happiest best versions of ourselves so
0: I don't envy your situation in this not that I envy my situation. My (laughs) situation my situation is extremely shitty oh my god But I just feel like I was um where I was so it was so easy for me to make that decision where I feel like you're like completely breaking someone's heart and like yes. complete where it was, he was blindsided and your family was blindsided yeah. and it where like it wasn't an easy decision.
1: Nope. And yeah, you're such, I don't know how much you're wanting to share about your situation, but yeah, our situations were very,
0: very different. Yeah. I mean, so I'll just give, I mean, cause I feel like I could do a whole episode just you on my situation too, but I mean, and maybe we'll get into it more in next week's episode because I think uh, next week we're having a guest and her and I, I think probably have a lot in common. So maybe I'll touch a little bit more on it next week. But like just in a nutshell, um, on Valentine's Day of 2014, I had received an anonymous email. So somebody basically had made an email address where they um, sent an email to me that was basically, hey, I know you and your husband, Brad. I don't want to be involved, so that's why I'm sending you this anonymous email, but I felt like this was some information you should know. It then proceeded to have links to ads that were in Craigslist where he was trying to meet other people. So I immediately lose my shit (laughs) as (laughs) Um, you should I talked to him and I was pissed as I should have been definitely I we talked he apologizes profusely tells me all of the things that are going to be different and how things are going to change and and um at that moment in time I was like all right let's I mean I didn't want to get divorced I was our relationship perfect? No. You ask people like about us like now, and like we people always say how much we bickered, and which we did. We did about the stupidest things. Joey and I did too. We didn't have like big full blown fights a lot, but like just constant bitching back yes. and forth, which I'm sure is super annoying to anyone that's hanging out with totally. you. Totally. Um, but things got better. Like I felt like because our wedding anniversary was about two months later. By the time it got to our anniversary. Um, mind you, we also, um, like had just gotten back from a big family trip with like both of our families and everything was just like a lot was going on and it was, um, it was easy to be distracted by other things. And we had a business that we owned together and we just, I kind of just tried to be like, let's try to get through this. I know there's people that get through these things all the time. I won't get into the details of what, who, If he had met anyone and all of that stuff. um, Because I don't know if I believe everything he told me. I think he probably did more things than what I was told. But a um, couple months go by. Things are okay. And then you just start... I don't know what triggers it, but you start remembering things. and yep. You start just like... I started resenting him. And his presence annoyed me. Anything he said or did annoyed me. And I just... I couldn't stand him. And so it was, we were getting to this point where like we had a wedding to go to and we were doing a friend's trip. And so it was kind of like I was holding these things and I was like, well, we just got to get through this wedding we're going to. We just got to get through this friend's trip, things like that. And so by then it's already July and I'm just like, I'm done. So I tell him like, I, I think we just need to take some time apart. I'm not saying I want a divorce. I just think you need to leave for a little bit. At this point, he obviously told his parents because he He went to go stay with them. But I was like, please tell your parents like not because our parents are very close. Yes. And um, I told like, please just don't like have them not to tell my parents because I'm just I want to be able to do that in my timing. So he left and um, every day texting me, checking in, kind of same thing, Mm -hmm. like begging for me to like let him back, let him back, things like that. I'm on Facebook one day, or I get a message on Facebook while I'm at work one day, and it's a girl that had messaged me saying, hey, um, I'm just curious, are you married to Brad, blah, 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 and I said, yes, and she's like, apparently her friend had been dating i guess dating or meeting up with this guy i don't know insane and they there was lots of red flags so they started doing the sleuthing that us girls are good yes, at doing we do. and they came across me on facebook and they found photos and stuff and they um it just didn't feel right so she messaged me and she was like thank you so much for letting me know and i immediately called him and i was like you're sitting here begging for me back you're telling me things are different but clearly you've been still going out and meeting other women. I was like, I'm done. And so that was, I want to say, early to mid-September. Did he, like, accept it at
1: that point? Like, when he was caught at that point? Or was he still doing the whole beg-free back? Um,
0: He was always wanting to make up excuses and lies. And he was, um, like, I feel like he was the king of gaslighting. And he was just very... And you were Um, done at that point. Oh, I was, I was like So how long after that point
1: did it take for you to tell a friend, a family member?
0: Pretty much that week. So that was kind of once I knew a hundred percent, if I'm getting my timeline right, I feel like my life has changed so much in these last seven years. (laughs) And mind you, a lot of that year, like I've blacked out, like the day of that I had gotten that email on that, like, I don't remember that night's conversation. I was, I just know I was hysterical the whole night and I just I can't I've blacked out of a lot of memories from that year understandably and so now this was so it was around I want to say it was around September 11th when I had told like a couple of my best friends and my parents and um, that weekend he came and moved out the rest of his stuff that he hadn't taken and I think I filed for divorce within a month and that's about the it. Rest <laughs> the rest is history. The rest
1: is history. I can't like, I mean, it's bad. As, it sounds like so like cold hearted to say, but it's not cold hearted. Like we are, Joey and I are both in better places now. And like, no, I like cannot wait until I can say the rest is history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say like, I mean, we spent most of our twenties together and my I've now been um, out of that relationship for close to seven years. And I can say like, The last seven years have been some of the best years ever, especially these last like three years. I just, I couldn't be happier. It was the best thing that like as miserable as I was and what a horrible, horrible, he made lots of very bad decisions. Like I couldn't be more thankful for that.
1: And that's where I hope I am. Like I am so happy now as it is. Like I have no man in my life. Like it is just me and like my friends and I do what I want. And I'm so happy. So I can't imagine like, you know, fast forward to the future when like, I do find my person if I find my person and like, just whatever the future holds for me, you know, like you looking back seven years, you probably had no idea seven years ago that you'd be where you are today. No, it's scary.
0: I was down to a single income and how am I going to pay these bills? It's like you get used to a certain lifestyle with a certain amount of income. Not that we were like loaded by any means, but you just have... You're com- where you are exactly. comfortable you know what to expect every month and that's and then, exactly where we were and I'm just like oh my gosh like I just yeah it was it's scary lots of and, you, and you
1: have no idea what the future is gonna hold are you yeah. gonna meet anybody are you gonna meet somebody are you gonna be happy or not so I'm just like I look at the future and I'm just like trying to put myself out there and trying just to like be the happiest healthiest person version of me, and then whatever in the future that looks like, yeah. like, just be open to anything, you know? Um, So that, speaking of open to anything, will all come in the, <laughs> in the future. We're not going to give you too much in this episode <laughs> about what's to come in the future, but
0: that kind of gives you like an intro, I'd say, To Yeah, I think that's a good, like, to kind of get them to, or to get you guys to understand where we've kind of been, and how we are, where we're at now, and Kind of yeah. moving into our relationships in the future. Yeah, stuff. I'm
1: sure we'll we'll dive a little bit deeper in the future and maybe share more stories or more go into more depth about it. But um, you know, in in one episode, I feel like we've we've covered a lot of that and <laughs> we've definitely covered a 101 on each of our each of our stories. Um, and I think just I've never understood the value really of sharing your story on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, we're both on Instagram a lot. And I would always just kind of go through the motions of Instagram, like posting what I eat and posting my workout and da, da, da. And when I started sharing my story of going through divorce, the amount of people, including our guests that we're going to have on next week, like reached out to me like, oh my gosh, what you're sharing has helped me so much. I've gone through this too, whatever, whatever. So I think that just sharing, you know, some of the tougher times that go on in our lives, whether it's on Instagram or here on the podcast, that it can help somebody else, I feel like is such an important thing. And it's... Like okay, like this may, almost makes like sharing my story easier. The fact that like I get feedback that it is Absolutely. helping somebody else or somebody else can relate
0: to what we're saying. Yep, and I mean, it even give maybe somebody who's feeling like they're in a bad place in their marriage to realize that there is an out if they want it. Yes, sometimes, like you said, it is hard because of the judgment of friends or family for different reasons, and. Because your life does change dramatically, but it's important for you to know that. Yes. It it gets it gets better. Definitely. And it's sometimes the best decision you can make for yourself. Absolutely, and I'm a believer that
1: everybody deserves to be happy. And if you are in a situation where you're not happy, like there are options. You are never stuck. I wish I knew that sooner, but you know everything happens for a reason. I realized it when I realized it. I'm in a better place now for it, and I, you know, I'm just excited about what the future
0: is going to bring. Yes. I mean, with that, should we introduce our flavor of the week?
1: Flavor of the week! <laughs> All right. That's, it's
0: been a little too serious too long. Um, so, Stephanie, yes. what is your flavor of the week?
1: My flavor, and you are going to correct me right away, my flavor of the week are
0: Quay Key! <laughs> key sunglasses okay so So if you everybody's gonna be like no laura it's quay i will tell you right now we have a key sunglasses store locally here in orange county first time i went to the store They corrected me and then it even, I don't know if you even noticed it when you got your sunglasses, it even says on the box pronounced key. I did not notice that,
1: but I feel like it's funny because I want to say it how it looks, how it's spelled, which is quay. And then you always correct me and I'm like, I got to remember it's key and I never do because that word does not look like at
0: all so you finally made the plunge I
1: finally made the plunge I've always looked at those sunglasses like those are cute but I am like a straight up $16 target sunglasses girl and then I wear them until they die like the pair that I've been wearing for like three years now like one of the lenses pops out all the time I have to pop it back in constantly it's a hot mess um, but I, Laura texted me and she was like, oh, key is having a buy one, get one free. Well, some because I've been seeing
0: this pair of sunglasses that she's been wearing <laughs> that have been holding on for dear life. <laughs> and I knew this girl needed some new sunglasses. <laughs> and I personally treat sunglasses like some women treat purses and shoes. She I does. own probably 40 pairs of sunglasses. I have at least 20 pair of key sunglasses. They're by far my favorite. I think they're great quality. I love them so much. So when I saw they were doing buy one, get one free this week, I was like, Stephanie, buy yourself some sunglasses. sunglasses.
1: So I did. I went to the um, website and I bought two pairs. Buy one, get one free. So I bought, they have a whole bunch of different styles. And it's cool because... They have this feature on the site. Like, I would never buy sunglasses online because I'm like, I feel like every pair of sunglasses looks I terrible. I feel the on same me. way, and
0: I've never had to send a pair back to them.
1: No, and I'm like, they have the coolest feature where you can like upload a picture of yourself and then it shows you kind of like how the sunglasses look on your like face or uh-huh. if you don't upload a picture you can do it by sh- face shape or whatever so I ended up buying two pair I bought the high key style and the hot take style and love them both like I, I was ready to go to the store and return <laughs> them and I'm like no I love I them. don't
0: know what the hot takes are off the top of my head but the high key are the extra large aviators and I have a couple of those and they're so, so cute. cute
1: and they're such good quality I'm they are they're that. just nice
0: you'll just take care of them. You won't go back. It's not, especially, okay, so their sunglasses are like 65 bucks a pop, but if you always just buy them when they do buy one, get one free. They're like 30 bucks they're each. like 30 bucks, and for a little extra quality, if you just keep them in the case, take good care of them. And they send a case with each pair, they which do. is really, really nice. Yes. I love them. They're my favorite sunglasses. Yes.
1: So thank you for thank you for encouraging me to buy my <laughs> now flavor of the week.
0: And key, if you're listening, sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laura, what is your flavor of the week? So uh, this last weekend, Jeff and I were browsing on Netflix, uh, looking for something to watch. We saw there was a new documentary called "The Last Blockbuster." Have you heard of this?
1: I watched it. Oh,
0: you did? I did. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. How have we okay.
1: not talked about this?
0: Alright, so first of all, did you, were you guys like a blockbuster family, or were you guys a movie renter? We were movie renters,
1: not blockbuster. A, location, B, it was expensive AF.
0: (laughs) They were, I do, I mean, I don't remember, because I wasn't really paying for them, but I do remember, like as i got a little bit older i want i want to say it was like what like 5 or 6 dollars for like a rental
1: and i think like so we would go to moviola
0: moviola <laughs> <laughs> i want to say ours was super duper video oh my
1: god i love it and i i want to say the videos there were like 99 cents for like not a new release or like a dollar 99 for a new uh-huh. release so we were not regular blockbuster families but or a family but I mean, I have memories of going to Blockbuster and just movie stores in general during that time.
0: I, um, yeah, there was just something about like on a Friday night, how exciting it was to like go to the video store. And then the big bummer when they didn't have the movie you wanted to rent. But, um, no, this documentary, I was, it was super nostalgic. Totally. So apparently it's about, um, this, uh, there's only one Blockbuster left, you guys. It's in
1: Bend, Oregon. It's in Bend,
0: Oregon, which I actually already knew that because I have some friends that live in Bend and I had heard them talk about it before. But um, I didn't realize before then that there was still one left. So it kind of talks about the popularity of Blockbuster, what killed Blockbuster, and um, just kind of the history of them like still plugging along. This one store this surviving. This one store surviving. And, and it's like
1: a tourist spot now. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. They have like memorabilia and stuff in there um honestly I think if you were ever a movie rental person I think it's it's a fun little nostalgic
1: it's really good it's an easy watch it yeah like you said it feels nostalgic watching it um and it's just so ironic kind of you know the fact that you know. It's on Netflix? Yes, Netflix it's on Netflix. Is <laughs> It's just 100%. like so, it, and it was funny because somebody posted something or sent me something the other day um about the last Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon has its own Instagram page with like 40,000 followers. Does it? Yes, like oh the lady in the documentary like runs the Instagram page and they kind of are like playing on this documentary like uh-huh. it's funny. Like I'll have to look it up. It's hilarious. Oh, but
0: she, the manager takes her job so serious. Very serious. Yes. I mean, I she think she's to. like a local celebrity there.
1: I think she is too. I mean, yeah. her husband was talking about her. Like, oh yeah.
0: If they didn't have somebody with the passion that she has for that blockbuster store, they would have already closed. Oh, totally. Cause she's the one keeping it like to be the hot spot that it is. I love,
1: I love when they interviewed her husband and he's like, I'm married to the manager of the last yeah, blockbuster. Like, 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 yeah. <laughs> like he's married to like this celebrity. It was, yeah. It's really, really good. I, I love that that's your flavor of the week. Yeah, I it recommend so it. Good.
0: Netflix, last blockbuster. Check it out.
1: Worth a check. Worth a checkout. Worth a try. Yeah. So next week, as we mentioned, we will be bringing on our very first guest on this podcast. We are so excited to introduce you to Courtney. She is a friend of ours that we've actually never met. She is a social media friend from Chicago and is currently navigating her own wellness journey and recent divorce. So we are very excited to welcome her on to our next
0: episode. Yeah, and we're looking forward to... We want to... We're not going to bring guests all the time, but we hope to start kind of... Bringing them in every so many episodes and kind of to bring you guys some other... Introducing you to some of our favorite people. Um, One other thing real quick. We decided we were going to start a Facebook group. So excited. Um, Oh gosh, I should have written this down. I think it's called Wine Over Matter. No, it's called Club Wine Over Matter. Oh my gosh, thank you. Club Wine Over Matter. And so go on Facebook, search it. This is just for all of us, for you to have a private place to chit-chat with people, ask questions, yes, whatever. It's just somewhere fun for us to all be able to talk and network and things like that. Totally. I'm Um, so excited. So yeah, go in there. It's a private group, so you'll have to ask for permission to join. Me or Steph will add you and you'll be good to go yes so club wine over matter search for that on facebook um but anyways thank you guys for joining us for this episode don't forget to give us that five star rate and review the more people we can reach on a weekly basis the better please give us a follow on instagram at wine over matter pod you can follow me laura at crunches before brunches And Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same
1: time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.